It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You knew the job was dangerous when you took it, Fred. I have a question. Shh, be respectful Medea. of me. You can act like a man! He's colossal. It's stupendous. One might even go so far as to say he's mediocre. I guess I should salute you with a worthy adversary and all that, but the truth is, I really did hate your guts. The Salcedo Storm Podcast. a lot of storylines that came out of President Trump's lopsided victory in Iowa. And I think one of the big storylines that probably was underreported is the sense that that people are voting for Trump as a solution to get us back to normal. They they know that everything the Democrats have been doing, uh, just not normal from the pro-illegal immigration stance of other Democrat socialists to their pro-criminal stance. Nothing is normal. They're, they're doing everything they can to criminalize opposing them. And when they're turning our law enforcement agencies away from their duties, which is supposed to be protecting us and enforcing the law, those law enforcement agencies are abandoning the law. They're, they're, they're abandoning their jobs and what they're supposed to be doing. Case in point, you, you've got the DOJ, the FBI, turned into into a uh, secret police aimed at taking out Democrats' political opponents. And it's getting so bad out there that the American people are saying, enough, enough. And Trump is the only one that has shown an inkling, a, a, a modicum of success against stopping these, these loudmouth leftists. So that's one aspect. There, there's another aspect of this the lawfare against President Trump. A lot of Americans are, are connecting the dots. They're saying, wait a minute. So Joe Biden can steal since 1974. He can steal classified information he was never entitled to, but they're going to let him get away with it. But President Trump has classified documents in his possession that he was legally able to have and declassify. And he's going to go to jail. Americans see this going, wait a minute, you're just making this stuff up. You're just making it up to take out your political opponents. And then Americans are starting to connect the dots. They're saying, wait a minute, if, if they can do this to President Trump, the 
one of the former most powerful men in the world, what are they going to do to us? They meaning the apparatchiks, the Democrats, the socialists, the commies. One of these shrubs is Leticia James launching these attacks against President Trump. She's the attorney general of New York. And folks, the, the Democrat socialists aren't bashful about telling you who they are and what they're all about. She is the one that is going after President Trump for allegedly overinflating his property values, right? And some are saying he's admitted to that, but it's a normal practice that, by the way, folks, everybody gets away with. And they they say he overinflated his, his property values. He got loans for those properties. He paid them all back with interest. The lenders are happy. He's happy. Everybody's happy. And everybody wants to do business with Trump because he because he pays back his bills. And Leticia James is trying to say that a crime is committed here without a victim. So th- this is the absurdity of her claim and her prosecution. And it's all political. Even CNN knows it's political. Listen to this exchange. In the closing argument was to make the claim this is all political. Absolutely. I mean, Ellie, Caroline, weigh in on this as well. I, I think I took I think I scribbled it down. I can't read my own writing. Scribbled it down as, as Paula was reporting it out. This entire case is a manufactured claim to serve a political agenda. First words out of Chris Kaiser's mouth. Well, yeah, that, well, that was the attorney for Trump. And he's absolutely right, isn't he? That that all the people who did what Trump allegedly did. Uh, they're not under prosecution with Leticia James. The reason why Trump is is because he's the former president of the United States, the leading contender to get the presidency back, and the biggest threat to the Democrat Socialist Party that there is. That's the reason why he's under attack, not only against the, the Socialist Democrat Party, but the establishment Republicans who have been selling us out to that Democrat Socialist Party low these many decades. Two things can be true and are true at once. Yes, Donald Trump inflated the value of his assets by a lot. I think that's been established by this case. There's a separate question whether anyone was actually harmed because the banks made the loans. They knew what they were doing. They got paid back. But it is a fact that Letitia James, as Paula Reid said, Letitia James campaigned for attorney general in 2018 specifically on a promise of vote for me and I'll get Donald Trump. That's not something she said once. She said it dozens of times. Yeah. Okay. wait a minute. Before before we go on from this, the banks made money. The banks uh, were paid back in full. The banks sent out actuaries or appraisers, I should say, appraisers to look at these properties and that, that Trump was asking for loans. And they said, well, we, we could recoup our losses if Trump defaulted on these loans. So the idea that they were overinflated, well, apparently Somebody didn't think so. The lending agents didn't think they were overinflated or that they could at least get their investment back. So, you know, I, I'm not sure whether, you know, overinflated according to whom? Because apparently these individuals, these appraisers for the banks, they thought the, the valuation justified the loan. So anyway, let's let this analysis continue about the political nature of Letitia James and her actions. She said it in writing. She fundraised off it. And she wasn't even specific. She didn't say, I'll get him for inflating his assets. At one point, she said he could be indicted for money laundering. At one point, she said, the day after she was elected, she said, and I quote, we're definitely going to sue his ass. He'll know my name. And when you make statements like that, how can you say there's no political angle to this? You can maybe say the facts are there. 
But it's also political. That's Letitia James's own doing. So yeah, yeah. So how can you claim that this isn't political? It is political by virtue of the fact that other people who have allegedly done this are not under prosecution. The fact that there was no victim and the fact that the banks seem to say, hey, that, that this loan is justified by our appraisal. So this is all political. The other aspect I think that that was probably underreported in the Iowa vote is the unleashing of crime on the American people by the Democrat Socialist Party, the pro-criminals in the Democrat Socialist Party. And it is crime, in particular in blue cities like Dallas, that I want to talk about next on the Salcedo Storm podcast. And now a word from our sponsor. Is Bidenomics really screwing up your world? Let American Medical Plans relieve one burden, health insurance. American Medical Plan specializes in under 65 health insurance plans that have zero co-pays and no deductibles. You choose your doctors, you choose your hospitals. These plans have nothing to do with your income and are 30 to 60% less than Obamacare. If Obamacare has you paying out the nose, call American Medical Plans. Don't let these Marxists destroy one-sixth of the U.S. economy and your access to health care without a fight. You deserve better. They will customize a plan managed and chosen by you, not the government. A liberty-loving American takes on Washington, Hollywood, and the whole media establishment. He's Chris Salcedo. Join his fight. Tune in to The Chris Salcedo Show every weekday afternoon on Newsmax. How can switching to Patriot Mobile help you? First, when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're not going to be funding a left-wing company. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative cell phone company. They donate to the causes you and I support. How else can it help you? Well, it will keep voices like mine independent. You switch over to Patriot Mobile. They have industry-leading reliability because they're not just one network. They have all three major networks. And every single time you switch to Patriot Mobile using my promo code STORM, you support me and you keep my voice independent. So just in case somebody in the woke crowd tries to come around and cancel me, they can't because you have the power. So go to patriotmobile.com slash storm, patriotmobile.com slash storm and switch today. Can also dial 972 Patriot. Check out all their discounts. Stop funding your political opposition. Help keep me independent. Spend your hard earned money on folks who have your values, not the woke crowd. 972 Patriot, 972 Patriot, patriotmobile.com slash storm. Do you ever wonder what it would be like to trust that where you get your news is accurate and pro-citizen? Well, Texas Scorecard has you covered. We give you real news for real Texans. Go to texasscorecard.com today. Taking a stand against the Democrats and the socialists down at the border, that's what Texas is doing. However, the lawlessness that the United States of America has been subjected to in our streets is enduring and ongoing and harming our people. Wherever you look at blue cities and blue states around this nation, you see crime out of control. You see the criminals in Bolden. I just saw another one of these, these videos from Houston, Houston, Texas, uh, people walking into a, a convenience store and just walking out with arms full of merchandise because left-wing DAs have decided that crime now is okay. And they want they want the votes of the of the criminals, I suppose, uh, whether it be seven hundred fifty dollar limits or nine hundred fifty dollar limits. That's what you can steal with impunity in these once United States and in blue cities. And it is um, 
It is a travesty, and it, of course, is resulting in our business community being under the gun. It is resulting in our business community uh, saying, man, it's impossible to do business in a lawless atmosphere. And that's what I want to focus on today. And I want to, many people around the country are going to be shocked to learn that the state of Texas, that in the state of Texas, lawlessness reigns in our blue cities. Let me talk to Oscar Limon. He is an executive for a company in the Stemmons Corridor in Dallas. The company has been at the same location for two decades, and Oscar has worked at this company for all those years. And Brandy Cox is a business and commercial property owner. Her business has been located in northwest Dallas for the last six years. Guys, welcome to the Salcedo Storm podcast. Thank you, Chris, for having us. Good morning. So, Brandy, I want to begin with you ladies first. What, what is happening in your neighborhood? Tell the folks uh, here in Texas and around the country What's going on? What are you seeing as a business owner in your in your Dallas neighborhood? Chris, we've been here in the northwest Dallas region, this known as Simmons Corridor, for the last almost six years now, and it is just literally overrun with prostitution and human trafficking. It is so difficult for us to have our day-to-day business operations without having multiple prostitutes on our private business property. These girls are soliciting in G-strings and bras. In order for us to continue to conduct our business as normal, we have to have an officer present at all times just to keep them off of the property. And last night, Chris, I had to um, repair one of our gates that was connected to the property. It was 9 o'clock at night. There were over 20 prostitutes on the street, um, on our business property and the physical street, walking in and out of traffic, stopping cars and soliciting. And on the weekends, there will be over 100 girls peppered throughout northwest Dallas. And we're talking a three-mile to four-mile radius. This is not a small area in a big city. And it is just a consistent presence. And we are just um, overtaken and overrun. And the girls' ages often are not even 18. These are underage women and girls Uh, out soliciting for sex. And it's destroying us, Chris. I can imagine. Uh, Oscar... Uh, are you seeing something similar in your neighborhood, or is it a different kind of crime? No, it's the exact thing that uh, Brandy's seeing. Uh, we, we're about a block away from each other, and, uh, you know, we've been here since 1999, and it, it was nowhere like it is now. Um, the, you know, it's, we've got, everybody's got gates up now. You know, you, you're totally in prison when you're here, when you're a law-abiding business. You're, you're totally in prison. Um, uh, what worries me are the employees also, uh, that come in and out of, out of my complex, you know, um, I've more or less let them stay home now because of this situation. I don't want them to upset a pimp or one of the girls that walks by here. Uh, about two years ago, we, uh, our landlord, thank God he put, uh, he put up a gate, which worked with, it works perfect for us now. But, you know, he had to go through that expense to do that just to keep unlawful people out of there. Brandy, I, I know a lot of Dallas cops. There are a lot of good men and women, and I think the new police chief there, I can't say much for the old one, but the new police chief in Dallas seems to have, to be right-minded, at least has a, has a head for the rule of law. What has the police response been to you? Because I'm sure, Brandy, you've issued some complaints, Yes. Yes, we have issued many complaints, and Chris, I have been working on this specific issue for the last two years, and it has 
literally overtaken my life because it's destroying our our commercial property value and our business and and it has become such a grave um, worsening that we have been involved with the Dallas Police Department very specifically asking for their help and they are so understaffed Chris that they barely have a presence out here beyond a, a few hours during the day and these criminals are just allowed to run rampant it is unbelievable and it's so bad that the pimps that run these girls, and I want to make that very clear, these women are not out expressing their their women's rights or civil liberties to be sex workers. These women are controlled by the pimps or other people directing them and telling them what to do. They are not doing this on their own. And these women are being murdered out here. Chris, we had a serial killer literally out here in June murder three of these sex worker women, and the mainstream news media only kept that in the news for about a week and a half. But this was a, a, an incident going on out here. The pimps are also threatening business owners. We've got a video of a shootout between two pimps that happened at 8.24 on a Saturday morning during business hours. My business neighbor across the street had a gun put in his face from a pimp when he asked two prostitutes to get off of his property. So as Oscar said, we have to work within a prison-type situation to keep our clients and our customers safe. And, and we've been entrapped, Chris, and we're drowning in this issue, and no one's listening to us or fixing it. And I, the DPD does care, but they are so understaffed that it is difficult for them to solve this. And my humble opinion is it's going to take the Department of Public Safety to come in and clean this up. They need the help of the troopers because this is allowed to become such a malignant cancer yeah. that regular officer situations are not going to solve it. Well, they're they're a little busy now down at down at the southern border because of of Joe Biden's uh, massive illegal an, another another crime scene which is our southern border, massive illegal immigration. You know, I'm struck Brandy by a couple of things you've said. You've said about these pimps, they're all well armed as the Democrat yes. party works to disarm American citizens, disarm law-abiding citizens. The criminal element is well armed and shooting up our streets. That's number 1. And number 2, the fact that these are underage girls, this goes right back to the border. The Democrat Party has been importing underage girls into the, and, and our government has been delivering children into the service of these sex traffickers into the service uh, of these people. And it's and that's according to congressional testimony. It is crazy. Now, Oscar, I want to ask you about the uh, the response from City Hall. I understand the mayor has seen a different course. He couldn't go down this lawless road that the party he used to belong to, the Democrat Party, belonged to. So uh, Mayor Eric Johnson, which we'll get to in a minute, he's decided to become a Republican. But that city council is still left, full of left-wing extremists, lawless left-wing extremists. What has the response been from City Hall, Oscar, when you guys have complained? Uh, well, Chris, it's funny you say that. Uh, my first complaint was to our city council councilor here in, here in our area. And uh, about two hours later, I did get a response from his assistant. But the response was asking the chief of police here in our area to uh, come by and talk to, me, talk to us about the situation and uh, tell us how hard they've been working at it. Uh, but the guy, uh, he's, uh, I've never seen the guy in the street talking to us or, you know, he won't. He won't respond to me. Well, what's his uh, name? What's his name? Uh, Omar uh, Navarez. Uh, Navarez, yeah. Navarez, uh-huh, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, so Oscar, so so from what I'm hearing from you, City Hall doesn't seem to really care about the plight of businesses in Dallas. 
Yeah, they're really not. We're, we're basically not getting a response from the higher-ups. Uh, the police department is doing what they can. I mean, we, we see the, the officers here quite quite often, and they, they, even go, they even go into our offices and talk to us and stuff. But nobody in City Hall has come by to talk to us, or I don't even know if they drove through the area lately to see how bad it's gotten, you know. Folks, we're talking to a couple of business owners, Oscar Lemon and Brandy Cox. They are in the middle of Dallas in one of our major cities in this country run by Democrats, at least until Mayor Eric Johnson uh, became a Republican. And folks, what you have to know about the, the political situation in Dallas is since the the mayor as a Democrat and one of the few Democrats I, I've trusted in, in decades, he decided to switch parties as a recall effort now on him because the Democrat Party loves the lawlessness, loves the prostitution, loves all of uh, all of the things going on inside of this major blue city. So, Brandy, let me let me just ask you, uh, what is the political situation there? And would you support the recall of Eric Johnson? Because as I understand it, he's probably the only advocate that you have there in City Hall. I don't support a recall of him, Chris, because the mayoral position should be an apolitical position. Their number one priority should be running the city and keeping everything going fluidly and smoothly. You know, everyone wants to politicize this issue. And safety and law and order should not be a political issue. That should be a human issue. Every person concerned um, with the safety of their family, with the safety of their kids. And I'm not being dramatic, Chris, when I say this. This, th- these girls are being trafficked out here. And th- if you look at our district, we have the highest rate of kidnappings in this district, District 6 in Dallas County. And that should really pique people's interest because wow. we have the highest rate of kidnappings. We have the highest rate of prostitution, okay? And we also have many legitimate businesses here along with one of the number one chiropractic universities in the country. Yeah. So this is not some shady little, you know, industrial area. Hey, Brandy, can I, can I interrupt real quick? Who is your member of Congress? If I, if I think I know, but who is it? You know, I should know that, Chris, and you need to tell me. Maybe oh. I need to contact them. I think it might be Jasmine Crockett. or uh, she, she replaced Eddie Bernice Johnson. I think hey. she might be your member of Congress, which, of course, everything that's happening to you all fits. Um, with with her mindset, but I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm just they just popped into my head. Look, I I know that this should not be political, Brandy, but it is. Everywhere you go around where the Democrats are in charge, it's criminals first and law abiding citizens second. It's illegal aliens first and and American citizens second, or maybe even third. So uh, I know it shouldn't be political, but it is. So what steps are the business communities, Brandy, taking? To, to make sure that the needs of the businesses are met? Or have you guys all about given up and are about ready to leave? We have thought very seriously about selling our property. My concern, Chris, is who on earth would want to buy a property in the Stimmons Corridor at this time with this level of prostitution going on. I wanted to speak a little bit about the district attorney's office, Chris, if that's okay, here in Dallas. Sure. We, just, we received some data from the district attorney's office themselves just the other day 
because we said we want to know what cases you are prosecuting out here in terms of <laughs> felony sex purchase. I'm sorry. I want to. I, I, I laugh only because I know. Let him go, Crusoe. And 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 when you said you wanted to know who he's prosecuting, that's not what he does. Unless it's a Republican or a conservative, that's not what he does. But go ahead, continue. Yes. Well, my concern, Chris, is is that we have some uh, undercover operations that on are ongoing out here. Because it is a felony in the state of Texas to purchase sex from a sex worker. It is a state jail felony. And Vice and Narcotics has worked very hard, Chris, to try to protect this community and have done sting operations where these are pretty well put together cases. And the data we just received the other day shows that John Crusoe's office is only taking 60% of those cases forward, Chris. And I want to know what's happening to the other 40%. And why are we being so soft on this type of criminal behavior? And there's also several cases in that data of underage girls being solicited under the age of 13. The Vice and Narcotics presented three of those cases, and and the the DA's office only took one of them for an underage solicitation. So we do have a significant problem at the district attorney level of not following through. We have contacted that office, Chris, and they have declined to meet with us. We are extending an olive oh. branch with the DA to come out and see what's going on in the community. Hey, hey, don't, don't bother let them go Crusoe with the, the these these criminal activities involving underage girls. Uh, it, uh, n- judging by his track record, he couldn't give a damn. Oscar, I'm going to give you the last word. Uh, you see what's happening in areas like San Francisco and Los Angeles in New York businesses are being forced because they can't stay in business any longer with the uh, five finger discounts. The Democrats are, are promoting businesses cannot remain in business and be successful. Tell me about what your business is contemplating doing. If, if nothing at city hall and nothing inside the, the police department is done to keep you guys safe. Well, as I said, when I contacted the council, man, my, my first, my first, sentence to him was I was probably going to move up north uh, to uh, Denton County uh, out of Dallas County where I could, uh, where at least somebody where, where I can pay taxes and be comfortable down, down up there versus here. Um, also, you know, it, 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 it's gotten to a point where the civil liberties are clashing with the law-abiding businesses here in our area. And uh, it looks like the civil liberties uh, they're a hand up on, on us. We just, you know. Well, uh, Oscar, I don't know that it's that anybody has a civil liberty to to engage a young girl, an underage girl, in, in in illegal activity. I don't know that it's a civil liberty to rip other people off and to steal their merchandise. I don't know that that actually uh, is a civil liberty. I I understand that's how the left tries to classify it. But as, as you rightly point out, you, Brandy, and other business owners in Dallas and other major cities all over this country are made victims so that Democrats can placate criminals. Oscar Limon and Brandy Cox, business owners in Dallas, I, I, am gla- I am so honored you guys came on to come onto this program and share your stories. I'm hoping it does some good. I'm hoping that, that the city of Dallas is disgraced by being one of these, uh, by being highlighted as another one of these left-wing cities who hates their law-abiding citizenry and, and loves criminals. Guys, God's blessings to the both of you, and thanks for coming on. Thank you so thanks, much, Chris. That puts a wrap on this Salcedo Storm podcast. Do me and yourself a favor, kids. Visit a couple of websites. The first one, texasscorecard.com. You want to see 
about efforts to stop the blue cities in Texas from harming so many people, just go to Texas Scorecard. You'll see stories reporting, the real reporting about what's happening in those cities so that, that the folks there can protect themselves, so that you can maybe protect yourself in whatever blue city you have to be adjacent to or happen to be a part of. Go there and you'll be informed. Also, check out ChrisSalcedo.com. That's where you get the details on me, the Chris Salcedo shows on AM 700 KSEV. The Voice of Texas, that is heard on Getter and Rumble and on Newsmax, too, as well as KSEV. And then in the afternoon, we go all television on Newsmax, on Newsmax 1, Monday through Friday, 4 o'clock to 5 Eastern. Till we visit again, my friends, remember this. A society's worth isn't measured by how much power is stolen by government. It is measured by how much power is reserved for you and me, we the people. Stay vigilant out there, my friends.